As a teenager, you were controlled and confined by what others demanded and expected of you. In your 20s, you were consumed by what others thought of you. In your 30s, you realized you were still conflicted by what you truly thought of yourself. But now, in your 40s and beyond, it's finally time to live fearlessly, fabulously, and fully you. Let's go. Hey sis, welcome to In the Middle with Myra, and I'm your host, Myra Rollins. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? Hey, the middle. Ladies, welcome back to In the Middle with Myra, and I am your host, your homegirl, your friend, your confidant, all of that wrapped into one. Sending you a big virtual hug. Mm. That was me hugging y'all. Did you feel it? One more time. You ready? Mm. <laughs> I'm being very, very silly and giddy this morning because I am in a good mood and it ain't nothing wrong with that. So again, welcome back to the middle. And I hope you all had an amazing an amazing Christmas. Um, I had a great one. I was surrounded by a small amount of my family and we had a good time. Um, the gifts this year were thoughtful. Like um, my sister-in-law and my two nieces were over and my immediate family, my three children and my husband and myself. And so we have children with jobs now. Y'all hear me when I say when kids start having a paycheck and you've raised, you know, decently kind and considerate children and you start to get gifts, you're just like, you know, I thought I was over this whole getting gifts at Christmas. But when you get back in the rotation and you got a few gifts under the tree and they're not and they're not like, you know, made with markers and tape and glitter. And I'm whispering because my daughter might be somewhere outside my office as I record this podcast. And that's my eight-year-old who still makes those glitter. And she goes upstairs and gives me her like um, stuff that I bought her and rewrap it. Okay. So when you get back to getting like gifts that come from a store with price tags on them, you're just like, okay. So um, the three adult adults, like real adults in the room, we got really good gifts this year. We had good food. Um, just seeing the smaller kids open their gifts and be giddy and just spending time with your healthy family. Looking back on 2020, that's really all that you can ask for. So I'm really hoping that you too had a great Christmas. And for those of you who are um, struggling around the holidays because of a death in your family or because um, you're alone during this time or this time in general just makes you a little bit in your feelings and down and sad. To those of you, I'm just sending you an extra virtual hug. You ready? And just really praying for you because I do know And it is not lost on me that everyone is not cheery around the holidays for many valid reasons. So to those of you ladies in the middle who are experiencing some hard times around the holidays, praying for you, sis, stay strong and um, just really knowing that seasons change. So 
We're talking, speaking of change, today we're talking about 2021 and how to get ready and how to make some real resolutions and how to make sure that this time next year, you can look back and say, I did my doggone thing, right? Okay, so I just turned on this mic. I jotted down a few things um, and I'm just gonna talk from my heart about achieving goals and progress and hope that it blesses you. Before you start making your vision boards and goals, I want you to think on these few things. So the first one, slow, sustainable shifts. How do you reach your goals, ladies? Through slow, sustainable shifts. Now, you have been in a car before driving on a road and something, some obstacle in the road, some car cuts you off and you take your steering wheel and you make this swift, crazy, quick motion and your car starts going all over the road. You get fearful because you are out of control because you've made a quick, sudden move. Well, through life and with goal making, that is not what you should do. Um... Progress, true progress. Most often, if you look at people who've made life-changing progress, it hasn't been drastic, sudden, and fast. It's been slow, sustainable shifts. And so what I want you to do is as you think about your goals, where in your life have you tried to make quick, sudden, huge shifts? And they hadn't lasted. But where can you make slow and sustainable shifts? Like I think about last week or two weeks ago, I went to go get a massage and it was amazing. Yeah, I got a 90 minute massage. I always get 50. And by the time you, you know, take your clothes off and get on the mat and they come knocking on the door, it's really only 45. But yeah, I got a 90 minute massage. But this little Asian lady, I guess she sized me up and looked at my size. I'm, I'm kind of COVID thick these days. And she was a hundred pounds soaking wet. So she looked at me and said, okay, this is a thick chick. She can take all of my body on top of her. When I tell y'all, like she mounted me knees and elbows in my back because honest and true enough, I have some really hard knots in my shoulders and back. And she had good intentions, but she was trying to work out every single knot I had in my neck and back in 90 minutes. But what she failed to understand and remember is that these knots were 42 years in the making, right? I'm not 42. Mm -mm, I'm 41. Look at me already claiming the age. You see how I'm embracing my age? I'm 41. But 41 years of exercising and picking up kids and working and working with patients and transferring patients from wheelchairs to mats. And all of those knots in my shoulders were earned over 41 years of life. But this little lady was determined to work out every single one of my knots in 90 minutes. She was doing way too much. And it was to the point, like I said, she got on my back. Did not ask permission. (laughs) and I thought to myself what if I bucked her off me like the horse she is treating me (laughs) she would ask and think again next time before she got on the next person's back but listen her intent was good but what ultimately happened is that I was very sore for days after that 
because she was trying to do a lifetime's worth of work in a session. And so how about you? As you think about 2021, are you writing down hundreds of goals and making these huge lofty vision boards? And are you going to look at the next 365 days and say, I'm going to do all of this and make up for all this lost time in one year? Sis, it's not going to happen. This year, what I want you to do is be very practical and be very reasonable and look at where you can make slow, sustainable shifts. Like, don't tell me you're going to lose 150 pounds this year. You may, but I don't want that to be your lofty goal. What is reasonable and attainable in a slow, sustainable way? Don't tell me you're going to save $20,000 and in all your years, it's been hard for you to save too. Could it be possible? Maybe, but is it attainable? And can you keep up that pace? I don't know. Like, make sure that your goals. Now, listen, I'm not trying to hate on your progress. I'm not trying to say that you can't, but I'm saying statistics point to greater success and sustainability when you make slow, sustainable shifts. All right. That's number one. Number two, as we look at goal setting for 2021, you have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. That's an old song just about, I think it's poker related. I have all these things in my head that half the time, I don't really know where they come from. I just know what they mean by using my context clues. But I believe this is a poker reference. But it's saying you have to know when to cash in your chips and say, I'm done and move on or keep playing that same hand, right? And so as we look at our goals, there are some goals that we have had for years and years and years. And some of those goals are good goals that we need to carry into 2021 and keep working on. So there's no reason in some situations to stop focusing on a certain goal. Keep working that goal, sis. Some of you, I need to look you in your eyes virtually and speak into your soul and say, yes, sis, I know you have had that same goal for five years, but it is a good goal and you keep it and you work towards it. And this is your year for that goal. I'm going to say that again because someone needed to hear that. This is your year. Keep working that goal. Some of us, however, in some areas have had a goal for year after year after year, and it might be time that we change, alter, or drop that goal. Maybe you wanted to do something huge in your career, but because of your how your lifestyle is set up, because of something going on with your children or your marriage, it might not be a good goal anymore. Or you wanted to um, reach a certain weight, But in order to do that, you would have to do these extreme measures. And maybe it's not healthy for you to reach that exact weight. You have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And only you can be honest enough and true with yourself enough to know which goal goes into the hold them, keep pushing, or the fold them, abort mission. Okay? So look at your goals for 2021 and be honest with yourself. Like, is this a goal that I know I need to keep pressing with? Like, this is a good goal for me. And yes, I'm discouraged about it, but I need to keep pressing forward with this goal. Then you go, sis. But how about you? Or 
maybe it's the same person, but different goals where you say, okay, these goals is this one ain't what I need to be pushing for, for anymore. For whatever reason, this particular goal or this particular degree, this particular um, amount of money, this particular relationship, whatever it is, I might need to fold. Write down your goals and ask yourself, does this go into the category of hold it or fold? Right? So as I speak about holding and folding, the next point that I want to make is you don't, number three, you don't lose until you quit. Come on, somebody. Like the only person you're running a race against right now is you. So when you look around and you see that somebody else in your circle, your homegirl, your friend, your sister, your coworker, they have this thing that you want or more of it, or you all started a program together and they finished and you didn't. It doesn't matter because you are not running a race against them. The only person that you are running and competing against is your best self. Man, I like that. Somebody needs to understand that, that the only person that you are running a race and competing against is your best self. And as long as you don't quit a valid goal, then you haven't lost. So don't get discouraged. Like I run half marathons sometimes, ish. <laughs> and I have had so many discouraging moments where like this old lady, like I passed her up at mile one and I'm like, oh, that's so admirable. She's running this race at a turtle's pace. But I'm looking around and at mile seven or nine, I'm walking by this time, even though I started out running, this little old lady like passes me running the same pace and I'm about to pass out from exhaustion and I get really discouraged and I'm like, you know what? I should stop because I start looking around at all the people passing me, but then I get back in my own head, back in my own space. And I remind myself that I am the only person I'm competing against. So as long as I don't quit, I don't lose. Sis, in 2021, you will fall, you will stumble, you will get exhausted and tired and frustrated and discouraged. But as long as you don't quit, you don't lose. My friend and I have this saying, um, we call it Al Rokert because we actually ran in a um, marathon that Al Roker, the um, the news broadcaster reporter, um, ran in. And, you know, he's had weight loss surgery, been up and down with his weight. And he was one of those people that was running at this turtle's pace. And we were like, cool, Al Roker. We took this picture, you know, where we didn't let him know we were taking a picture. We're like, okay, cool. That's the last we're going to see of him. But I'm telling you, he kept catching us catching up with us. And so we have this saying, like you've been Al Roker, <laughs> like someone who you thought would never pass you in a certain area has passed you. And before you get discouraged, remind yourself that I ain't running against Al Roker, not my sister, not my cousin, not my brother. The only person that I'm competing against is my best self. All right, y'all, we're going to pause for the calls, take a quick break, and I'll see you on the other side of it. All right, guess who's back? Back again. All right, y'all, I'm back from the break. So listen, we talked about slow, sustainable shifts. 
We then talked about knowing when to hold them and when to fold them. And then we also discussed when it is time for you to, what was the third one? Oh, you don't lose until you quit. All right. So number four, before you make the goal, have a vision. That is so important. Before you make the goal, have a vision. Other people will say this same principle as know your why. Like, for example, if you have a weight loss goal of 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, that's all good. But what's going to actually make you hold to that and be true to that and dig in when you want to quit is the vision. So your vision is to be able to play with your children at a park without getting tired. That's a vision. A vision of being able to um, walk up the stairs at your child's graduation this year without needing assistance. A vision is being able to swipe your card at um, a grocery store or when you are shopping and not be afraid that there's no money in there. The vision is financial freedom. The vision is overall general health and wellness. The vision can be a broad concept of, let's just say, if we're talking about weight, your vision could be um, just, I'm a healthy person in all areas of my life. Or it could be more specific, like I can go to a park without getting tired. Like, what is your vision? Close your eyes and what do you see? The vision of being able to walk in my closet and pick up clothes and be comfortable and not self-conscious. The vision of having a healthy relationship with my mom or my family. Like, what is the vision? And sit in that vision, see that vision. What does it feel like? Feel it, bask in it. And just sit in the vision. And once you sit in the vision and experience that in your soul and your mind, then you write the goal. Not the other way around. Because that vision and that feeling of that vision is what is going to help you make your goals. Okay? So before you make the goals, set and see the vision. Before you make your goal, set and see the vision. And I'm seeing a vision of something that I have in my own life that I want as a goal. And um, it just feels good to see that. And um, I'm getting pumped just because it's a concept called mindfulness. When you actually just like get all other thoughts out of your head and think on one thing. And so I've been doing that lately. I know it sounds kind of scary and y'all might be thinking I'm out here in some kind of crazy practices, but no, mindfulness is simply just clearing your mind and focusing on one thing. And because I've been practicing that, it doesn't take much for me to get to a certain vision. And so as I was talking to you, I was seeing myself um, when it comes to my career, like my, I have a certain financial vision for this year that I want to generate revenue with my speaking and teaching business. And I saw that vision almost instantly. And so it was just a really pleasant space to be. So anyway, before you write the goals, I'm getting in my own head. Let me get out of my my head. See and set the vision. All right. Number five, know when you need help, accountability, or partnership. 
There are often times that we have been trying to do something alone in our own strength, in our own systems, um, in our own silos and separate nature. But there are times that we either need help, accountability or partnership. And you have to be mature enough to say, I need one or all of these. So help is that counseling? Is that medical intervention? Is that medication? Is that a eating plan from a nutritionist? Is that something professional that you need to go out and seek when you need help? Sis, some stuff is beyond you. Some stuff you can't pray away. Yep. I'm saved. I love Jesus, but some stuff you cannot just pray away. And I don't care what church you went to, what pastor said it. I have not gone to seminary, but I will challenge anyone who says that you just need to pray it away. Some things God has given us resources to use to help and assist us with. So where in your life do you need help? Or is it accountability? Someone who you can say, I'm going to join a support group so that I can have some accountability accountability. I'm going to um, allow a friend or a family member into my space and be vulnerable enough to say, I need someone to say, hey, we're walking and you said that you were going to go with me. I I need you to put your little yoga pants on and let's do this. Like I'm going to hold you accountable. Or you you gave me permission to call you once a week and check in on your goals. Where do you need accountability? Accountability could also be like in your finances saying, you know what, because I spend too much, I'm going to put this money into an account that I don't even have access to or something of that nature. Who is going to hold you accountable and how are you going to hold yourself accountable to it? Or do you need partnership? Sometimes we need someone to do something with us. When we have a partner that's saying, girl, you got this. We got this. We can do this together. Don't let me down. Like I have a, uh, my best friend goes to the gym every morning at some crazy God awful hour. And she goes with the friend and that's her partner. So there's many times when she has not felt like getting up out of that bed, but because she knows that she has a friend waiting for her at the gym, a partner, then she's more likely to get up and go without missing those appointments. So where in 2021, Do you need help, accountability, or partnership? Sis, oftentimes there are areas that you will not be successful alone. There are areas in your life that you will not be successful alone. Where in 2021 do you need help, accountability, or partnership? You know, I have like, five or six more, but I'm going to narrow it down to two more points, I think. So I gave you one, two, three, four, five. Let me give you three more, maybe two. I don't know. Let me hurry up. So here we go. Number six, there has to be in 2021, a balance of selfishness and consideration. And let me tell you what I mean, because the word selfish sounds so selfish and bad and negative. But as women, especially women in the middle, something happens when we get families and aging parents and younger sisters and siblings and brothers and co-workers and we're in ministry and we are the leader of this one or we're on the committee and something happens to where there are a thousand pulls on our lives and we are 
feeding everyone else and doing things for everyone else and helping everyone thrive. And we are suffering at our core. We're gaining weight. We're not taking our own medications, but we're driving our mom to the doctor. We have our husband lined up, set and ready for work every day, lunch bag packed but we are not at all attending to our dreams. And so there has to be some level of selfishness where we say, I have to take care of me and myself and my dreams and my health and my desires. And so sis, it's okay to every now and then on occasion, but also in some rhythm, take care of yourself. It's not being mean, hateful, or even really selfish. And I, I it's kind of crazy because I'm saying there has to be some level of selfishness, but it's not selfish. So I'm kind of confusing myself, but you know what I'm saying. What I am saying is you have to say, what do I need to be well? What do I need to be whole? And we all overuse the analogy of putting on your oxygen mask first, but sis, it's real. You can't be great for anyone else if you don't show up for yourself. Show up for yourself. And sometimes you have to say no. Sometimes you have to put parameters and boundaries on people and what they need from you, whether it be your family, your friends, your coworkers, whoever. Where are you putting boundaries on people within reason in order to protect your peace, in order to maintain your health? There has to be some level of selfishness when you go to goal setting, because sis, there are always going to be a thousand and one things to do for other people. But every now and then you have to do those few things for yourself. But then on the flip side, there has to be some balance of consideration. We are ladies in the middle. We have families and kids and bills. And so we are not at the point to, to where we can say, you know what? I'm quitting my job without thought and whatever happens, happens. And I'm chasing my dreams. No, 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 no. We can't be that selfish because we have things and people, even if it's a puppy that depends on you. So you have to be mature enough to sit back and look at your life and say, where do I need in certain areas to be a little bit more self-centered and self-focused, but where in my life do I need to come back to the middle and know that I can't throw caution to the wind and neglect the needs of my husband and my kids? And that's a delicate balance. But in order to appropriately goal set and meet your goals, you have to find a delicate, intentional, and constantly re-evaluating. There you go. Constantly re-evaluating level of selfishness and consideration. All right, number seven is respect for the seasons. And y'all, this is a big one. Seasons of our lives. One thing we know about them, just basic summer, winter, fall, spring, all those, they don't end. What do they do? They rotate, they come back around again. And so just in 2021, as you make goals and set visions, Say, is this the season for this? Yes or no? And if it is, full throttle that mug before the season changes. Or if it's not, pump the brakes, but set yourself up for when the season comes around again. Seasons do not end. They just change. All right, number eight. Here we go. Just do the doggone thing. <laughs> that's it. That's all. 
Now, that is not simple. It is not easy. But at some point, sis, we have to say, I just got to do the doggone thing. No more excuses. No more starting and stopping and mm -mm, just do it. Like this year, this year is a year of getting it done. Sis, 2021, just do it. And I could go into some more detail and I could pump you up a little bit more and encourage you. But sometimes it just we just have to say dedication, commitment, perseverance, whatever your word is that equals just do it, then get that word, put it on a vision board, put it on your mirror, dedication, consistency, perseverance, no excuses, just do it. And I'm so excited that I want to hear, I want you to send me emails, call them to the station, whatever, and tell me your goals as you get them done, as you get them completed, as you make slow, sustainable shifts, please let me know about it because we need to encourage each other and hear our progress. So we talked about seven to eight things. We said that we're going to make slow, sustainable shifts. We're going to know when to hold them and when to fold them. We're not going to just set goals. We're going to first set visions and then we're going to get help, accountability, or partnership. And then we're also going to realize that we have not lost because we have not stopped. You don't lose until you quit. And then we're going to understand that there is a respect for seasons. They do not end. They just come around again. Which season are you in? Is it a go, stop, or pause season for you? And then we said that we are going to have a healthy balance of selfishness and consideration. And then the last thing, we are just going to do it. Ladies, for the past few weeks, I've just been talking to you on solo episodes because people have been busy. It's been Christmas and New Year's and all the holidays and stuff. But now that things are slowing down and getting to some back form of a normal, I'm going to invite some friends the next few episodes. So stay tuned, tune back in to In the Middle with Myra, and we're going to have a mix of solo and sister episodes. I'm so excited to introduce to you some experts who are um, also my friends and people that I work with in different industries and co-workers and just all kind of people. And I'm ready to start bringing them to you. So thanks again for tuning in to In the Middle with Myra. I will see you next week. And 2021 is upon us. And there is something about new, a fresh page. Just opening a package of something new gets you excited. Popping the tag off of a new shirt gets you excited. Turning the page of a new crisp book. And this is a new crisp year. Get excited. Do something with it. Be proud of it. All right, ladies. Check you out next week. Have a great, awesome, perfect, seize the day. Talk to y'all later. Hey, sis. Thanks again for meeting me in the middle. We're together, you and I are figuring out and feeling 40 because we understand that getting older with style and grace ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. Why not us? Why not you? And why not now? And as always, choose to make it a great day.